0: And I'll never forget it. So I started on November 1st. And then on November 30th, the, the general manager who I was so impressed by, who hired me, convinced me to leave my six-figure job at Gold's Gym. Uh, he's like, uh, look, Bill, uh, we are uh, disintegrating the company. And uh, you know, me and the project manager and a couple of the install crews, we're going to go do our own thing. And then we're going to leave the company with you. Um, you know, and, and we hope you do well. And I'm like, Are you kidding? Like I had a one-year-old kid.
1: The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love. But our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom, is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. All right, welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast here with Bill Murphy. Uh, if you're in solar, you have you have to know his name because you see his ads. And so I, I worked with Bill for the last year. I've used his course, could, couldn't sing better praises. i pushed a lot of people towards it, still push people towards it, but there's this, I think, more people need to know that message, so I wanted to get on the phone with him or on the, a call with him and just figure out, you know, there, there's more to this backstory than what we see. Like, what what's the story behind Bill? Bill, I'm sure everybody knows you, but if they don't know you, who are you? What's your story?
0: Well, I'm a middle-aged father of three from Houston, Texas, <laughs> and uh, that takes up all of my time, uh, but I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. I enjoy uh, these types of thing- opportunities whenever we can get to them. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I mean, I own and operate the solar Chi code. It was, it was sort of an idea, uh, a what if project, if you would, in May of 2018. And we're, we've been featured on entrepreneur.com, uh, future thrive global. We're considered one of the fastest growing consulting agencies, uh, in the country. And we were glad to say that we've helped um, 697 like as of October 31st, we've got a few extra in November, uh, but 697 solar companies uh, generate their own leads uh, in house, you know, so they don't have to pay a marketing firm or uh, worry about other companies having access to that same, you know, lead information and having to battle over competition and all of that. So. Yeah, it's been a it's been a wild ride, man. You know, I went from from solar business owner, which I still have interests in solar companies here in Texas, but the solar chico has taken over my life. It's sort of my full time muse. And i I've discovered one thing at the very beginning of this is that I love uh, working with salespeople much more than I like working with homeowners. Like one hundred percent.
1: So, so how so how do you go from solar cheat code agency entrepreneur or how do you go what's like where so where was the beginning of this like you didn't start solar like what were you doing before solar even
0: well i worked for gold's gym selling gym memberships for like seven years
1: you worked for uh, gold's Gym? i didn't know that i actually yeah. did not
0: yeah and uh it was a tough job i mean it was 24 hours seven days a week those gyms did not close and i i was responsible for six of them in New hampshire uh and i used to we used to strategize with this marketing guy, this outside marketing guy, his name's Big Jake. And he used to be a middle linebacker for Boston College, big dude, like six foot five, not an ounce of fat, could run like a four, five, forty. And we'd always have these ideas. And he even went as far um, as to buy a photo booth. And we were gonna start a photo booth business together. Like that's what we're gonna do. Just like break free from our jobs that we hated. And uh, he just happened to do marketing for a solar company who was looking for a sales manager and he had known that I was looking for a change. And I—I um, I, that was 2013. So I went to go interview and it was this little ragtag solar company who just did their first, you know, three million in a, in a calendar year. It was like their biggest year yet. And they they got this, this you know, it was in the attic of a barn, uh, a stove, like a wood stove business was in the first floor. And then we had half of the attic upstairs. There's no heat. So you had to like wait for the stove, the big fire stove downstairs to get warm so that the bricks would heat up the attic. And, uh, I started November 1st and we we're going into the winter months and I'll never forget it. So I started November 1st and then on November 30th, the, the general manager who I was so impressed by, who hired me convinced me to leave my six figure job at Gold's gym. Uh, he's like, uh, look, Bill, uh, we are, uh, disintegrating the company, and uh, you know me and the project manager and a couple of the install crews. We're gonna go do our own thing, and then we're gonna leave the company with you. Um, you know, and and we hope you do well. Uh, once we get up and running, I'll rehire you, but it's not gonna be for three four months. And I'm like, you kidding? Like I had a one year old kid. I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? Um, but I saw opportunity, right? The the guy who actually was jilted. You know the real owner of the company was blindsided by this general manager doing this. Never saw it coming. Uh, heartbroken that it happened. And you know, I mean, we've all seen it in solar power. It's just such an opportunistic industry. Sales reps break off and form their own companies all the time. Um, but I I stuck in and I was like, you know what? I bet you we could do. I bet you I can make leverage for myself if I hang in there, and basically make stuff happen. Um, so, you know, mind you, it was getting, the sun would set at three 30 in the afternoon, like pitch black. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't even rise until like eight 30 in the morning. So I would go into the office, holy person there, flip on the lights, wait for the fire downstairs to heat up the attic enough where I could take my hands off and use the keyboard. And, um, I worked in that office solo for two months and I made like 17 sales using, um, I was just, I just YouTubed. How to sell solar power? Like I know, ne- I didn't have any training. Like no one taught me anything.
1: There were there uh, were YouTube channels about how to sell solar back then.
0: Well, I'd pick up little things. Like I would I would call up. Um, who did we use? So Enterbank had some good sales training. Enterbank okay. back in the day had good sales training. Um, uh, remember, um, remember, son Edison. Uh huh. So son Edison had some sales trainers that I would get on the phone with and role uh-huh. play. So it was, just, it was just like I was trying to use any resources that we had available, but uh, I, I, yeah, I made it. I made it work. And that same year, so that's November, right? So 2014, that next 12-month period, we did seven and a half million bucks in sales. And I hired every single person from from master electrician to admin to sales. I did it all for this guy, and I ended up becoming a partner of that company. Um, which was a big, giant company. We used to do all of Sunrun's installs in throughout New England. Um, so right away, the, you know, I realized that as good as I was selling gym memberships, I was going to be much better. It was almost like it was easier to sell a $30,000 solar system than it was to convince some fat ass to spend $19.99 a month. You know, it was like pulling teeth for gym membership. But then in the solar business, they're like, well, Bill, that's no brainer. Why aren't more people doing this? It's like, this is what I should be doing, you know. So that's how I, uh, that's how I started in solar power.
1: Okay, so what? I'm curious, what happened to that other general manager? Or do you even know? They
0: now, they're now arguably the largest solar company in um, New Hampshire. It's it's called Granite State Solar, and they're still great guys.
1: Okay, so they ended up doing well too. Okay, so work out right. for both you.
0: Yeah. They're doing it. I don't hold any ill will. I just, I just made a choice. Like I could have gone with them.
1: Yeah. Um, well, you're just blindsided. You're just like, Whoa, what? Like, you know,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't know him from Adam. Um, you know, so it was like, I already took this risk. You're going to take a bigger risk and jump into a company okay. that wasn't even formed yet. But
1: so how many, uh, years, how, many year were, how many years were How many years are there in New Hampshire? And then where did the move to, to Texas come from?
0: Texas happened real quick. I didn't, I moved down to Texas and, 2016. So it was like two years in New Hampshire in solar power. Um, and it was basically because Sunrun bought the company, you know, and I had an opportunity to, to move wherever I wanted to. And it was right after the worst winter we ever had. It was like 110 inches of snow. You know, we always used to have to lay off the guys for like literally five, six months, uh, and pay a master electrician to do like a generator two, two times a month just to keep them from leaving. And I figured, well, my wife's from Houston, if we could do I did a little bit of research on solar power in Houston, it wasn't a lot going on at the time, but it was still happening. But I figured I could just install year round in Texas not to worry about shingles on the roof snapping if you look at them the wrong way uh because it's ten degrees out so that's that's what we did you know and and uh it was right back to door to door you know and and it was it was like ground level up, and I joined a little tiny company down here and um That's when, you know, I started messing around with the deep marketing stuff. When I was like, I would buy all these clean energy expert leads and I would buy all these modernized leads and I would buy a bunch of leads from lead Genesis. And like, it was the same. Sometimes the names would be the, the same throughout the three different companies. So I was like, man, this is a load of crap. Like, you know, the lead, I realized quickly that the lead itself wasn't bad because we would always make sales from them, right? So the lead itself wasn't bad. What was bad was how many people were getting that lead and then how long of a time frame it took from the lead company to make it into the solar business. Like sometimes they would delay it by an hour or a day or a week. You know, they would actually sell you second position leads where they've already been sold five times and then you get them in two, when they're two weeks old. It's just it's crazy how they do it because. Statistically speaking, your chances of connecting with the lead drop by like 70% after minute five, right? And that's just because our attention spans are so small and there's so much happening on our fingertips that we don't have the the knowledge, we don't have the time to talk to someone who we put a form in a week ago for, you know, we have like five minutes, that's it. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, we—I just started educating myself, and that's that's one thing that I think I've probably been always been able to do is like sort of been like a self-taught.
1: What was what was your family like? Well, I, I when you went, so you're a company owner. Obviously, like I think the Houston move like made a lot of sense because that's where your wife's family is. But what did they say when you were like, "Well, I'm owning this successful solar company. Let's go down to Houston. Was it the same company or new company? You start knocking doors. It seems like for most people that would be a step backwards."
0: It was a step backwards, hundred percent. Um, and it was like, uh, yeah, it was just, it was one of those things where I kind of figured, I, I kind of figured I did it all by myself pretty much once before in New Hampshire where, you know, daylight hours were half of Texas. Um, you know, I could probably do it again. And I, I did line up a couple um, resources in Texas before I actually made the decision to move. You know, I knew installation guys that had red lines worked out, had financing set up. So I wasn't going down there like seat to my pants, but it was kind of like seat to my pants in terms of everything else. Um,
1: like the people around you were – I mean, I'm sure a lot were supportive, but were a lot of people like, I don't know if it's going to work out. I, I see that a lot in the solar world, you know, it's like I – mean, and it just – Depends on the dynamics you have and how does that like contribute to your success?
0: Yeah, I think my, I think my wife, she's just always been very supportive and kind of confident in my abilities. I don't know why, (laughs) Uh, but I, I, have always had a very high appetite for risk. You know, Um, I tend to buy quickly. I tend to invest quickly. I tend to make decisions that most people might not make because they are a little bit risky, but I figure if I just get in the room or give myself an opportunity, I'll be able to see like what the next steps are inherently. Does that make sense?
1: So yeah, it does. So then you start experimenting with leads. You you saw like an inherent problem with all the leads out there. And then obviously I'm guessing the next step is you use those leads. You you developed a new program for your own company to be effective in in generating leads, not just knocking doors, but getting these via online sources. And then the next step, well, you can fill in the blanks there.
0: Yeah, well, I started running my own my own Facebook campaigns to like this simple landing page. And all I would do is I would find like um, a solar advertisement from one of those big, big boys, you know, like Modernize or whatever. It would be like energybillcruncher.com. You know, that would be like the website. And I would just take screenshots of each page and I would just recreate it myself you know and i would run my own traffic to it and it freaking it freaking worked like crazy um i started making like 20 to 30 sales a month myself i started being able to distribute leads to a sales team um you know i think that texas install company still does close to 10 megawatts of installations every year you know so they grew very quickly too and um, yeah, I just, I figured I would do a lot of good if I got this out to the rest of the market. Like if I got this, this knowledge and yes, I knew I could make a profit on monetizing my, my consulting, but still, I mean, the, the biggest, the, the biggest validation for me is seeing people enter into the training and then actually do like 10 times better than I ever did right? like Those guys like who are doing literally eight figures a year just on, you know, online marketing funnels. And I haven't done that before. Like that's a lot of sales, but they've been able to scale it. It, But you know, my program was sort of like their first step into it, you know? So it's nice. It's, it's, I think we just, we just did a poll in the group and we only got like 7% of people to, to actually weigh in. But we de- we determined that the average number of sales per client is somewhere between ten and twenty solar systems per client, uh, and that's taking into account clients who are in the program for a week. Those are, that's taking into clients who've been in the program since day one. Um, so I mean that's close to like fifteen thousand solar system sales in a year and a half, you know. And you you translate that into CO two offset, and it's like. 1.8 million pounds a year. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's cool to think about that sort of impact happening because of uh, this idea that I had last year.
1: So so here, here's my question too, and I, I didn't even think about asking the question, but while you're sharing that story, for most solar people, if I have to think about, again, maybe I'm thinking a little pessimistic. If I'm a solar person, I figure out, dang, I can run Facebook ads and make a ton of money. Why didn't you just grow your own company and keep that secret sauce instead of, let the world know about it and then hack your out hack your stuff right so why didn't you just keep that in but what motivated you to make that change
0: so well there's this it's called this flywheel right and it's a business model com- comparison uh-huh. so you know like in a solar company you you add a homeowner to your business and you get money which is good cuz you make profit and stuff but then that installation takes time away from You know your your back end right an admin person has to do HOA uh, electrician has to do permits um, yada yada right so every time you join this is why I said I like working with salespeople better than homeowners because it's almost like you get a little mini boss for a couple months every time you sell somebody right and uh, there's a whole complexity with scaling that type of business model because you're constantly trying to mitigate the time sacrifice with the solar cheat code program it's, it's, it's an info product so I can dump people into it. So I can take a solar business owner, uh, put them into the program. I get money and I make profit, but they don't take away from my time. So if they don't take away from my time, then I, I don't, I can dedicate more time to creating a better product. So it's, so every, every time a business owner comes in, I get money and I get more time they give me feedback on the program which i can take and then better the training on the front end so it's almost like this loop of consistently improving instead of uh trying to consistently scale a back end it just seemed more appetizing (laughs) yeah but i i have been asked that question several times before because you know, you think about 15,000 solar sales. and I mean, have a chunk of each one of those. That'd be pretty sweet. But you know, I don't know if I'd ever be able to get to that level by myself. I think I think there's something that worked out with the solar cheat code, and it was like the right time and the right place, and it solved a big need in the solar industry, and everyone seems to do really well with it. And um,
1: I would good. say the right person as well, because I think I think you're you're a lot a big part of that success um, because one, you're giving, but also because you know you were able to take a risk in something that. Everybody else thought, hey, we're going to do this door-to-door thing. And you said, hey, do that too, but why not add this great tool and get in someone's pocket 24-7? Um, but let, yeah. so you're, you developed this, you figure out this company. What was it like to say, shoot, how do I bring this to someone else so they can use it? Was that the easy process? Was it hard? Was it like
0: <laughs> – it was, it was forced upon me. It's a cool little tool. <laughs> uh, I used to be very – transparent with the actual knowledge. Like I would, I would never had any concerns about someone like ripping me off. Like I just didn't think that way. So I would post like in the sales talk with Solar Pros group, um, I would post like, hey, check out my funnel, here's the link. You know, it's like you can do X, Y, Z like with this. And w- one, one day I got a message from um, this guy's named Brett. He, I think he's still in the program. I forget how to pronounce his last name, but he's from Australia and he's like, Hey man, can we talk? Um, you know, I want to talk to you about something. I was like, yeah. So we got on like a Facebook direct message phone call and he's like, Hey man, I have a confession to make. You know, I went to one of your pages and I found a link to one of your funnels and I figured out, um, you know, what software program you're in. I copied your funnel. Like I copied it word for word. Um, You know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, oh, like I should have been more careful, you know? Um, And he's like, I got 80 leads in four days in Australia. And I was like, holy moly. So at that moment, I knew that it was something that was actually going to work for someone other than just myself. You know, and he ended up being the first, he he was like, look, I made a bunch of sales. I want to pay you, you know? So he became my first paying client. Uh, in the in the whole program and then the rest is sort of history like every it kind of happened organically
1: Nice, and then look well And at least this part of the journey where I kind of maybe got a sneak peek in I I started seeing you Advertise more about this and selling and I don't know what number of client. I was a um, oh, full disclosure. I pay for bills program This isn't a sponsored thing though. Just heads up um, but uh, I remember so then you started getting like a ton of people in and the, the, like the coolest moment in my, the whole thing was like, you're like, I developed this program, it's working good, but I'm going to upgrade everybody and do this new program. that's even better. Like what was I, well, I'm going to, I'll give them my perspective and let you fill in the blanks. But like, for me, that was for, it was like very giving, well, not just giving, I'm sure you, you benefited from that, but it's also saying, Hey, I'm not just going to sell this product that just gets you to point B. I have this new product that gets you to point like X. You know,
0: like, what was that like? Yeah, well, it's so crazy because, like, even when I talk about that story about that Australian guy Brett s- stealing my funnel, like, you shouldn't even be worried about the funnel. The funnel is not even like important. It's just a tool, you know. And what I realized doing this business is that everybody can generate leads. Everybody, if they put their mind to it and they read a book or two, they can generate solar leads online, anybody. Uh, very few people can, can spend the time and money that it takes to actually learn the Facebook platform and how the algorithm truly works uh, so that you can scale to a high level because most people play like below the safety zone. Like, you know, they spend like 50 to $500 a day on facebook right and they're like awesome i'm gonna spend a thousand and then they go up here and they get the wheels come off they get burned and they're like oh my god back to safety you know and maybe like six months will pass and they try that again and then they get burned again so what we developed in the phd was really it's it was just I probably invested over a hundred thousand dollars learning the modules in the solar chico phd program from people who are doing eight nine figures online, like people who are spending fifty grand a day. Because Facebook doesn't hand out a newsletter every month and like, hey, this is how you this is how you make money with us. You know, it's actually developed, these techniques are developed from other people spending millions of dollars and then tracking the results on a very finite level. So what I do is I go out and I spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to acquire that information and then I bottle it into the PhD program and then you guys get it. With the membership you know so that's sort of been the the process um I'm just uh i'm sort of obsessed with improvement i don't really ever want to be in the same place right i always want to be because if you think about it potential is always uh greater than actual like there's no instance where that isn't the truth you know so it's like why not tr- constantly try to quest to find your own potential, right?
1: Yeah. So, if you have any specific stories you'd like to share of someone that's like found out about because I we've got we've we've done a big broad stroke. We, you shared Brett's story. Is there someone recently that's taken your program and just been like, "Holy cow, Bill! Like this this changed my life."
0: Yeah, I mean, there. I hate to be like cliche, like there's too many, to list Cody. Um, I know,
1: I'm on the group, so I know there's a ton, but I I want to know like from from your perspective, like who, who's someone that you're like, dang, that really took a rant around with it.
0: Yeah, I would, I would think it it could be enough. It could be a number of people. I think one of them who really stands out for me personally is, um, uh, a guy by the name of Dave Gable, which he might be, he might listen to your, your stuff. Um, he works for legacy and, uh, He joined the solar cheat code program the same month he joined the solar industry, which is usually not the case, Ah. and um, he was up in New Jersey, and that same year, like his first year in solar power, he became the number one rep on the East Coast for legacy using the lead generation stuff that we, we gave to him. Uh And then he actually went on to start a business called Solar Skynet, which is like a whole back end. He took our program and put a back end auto, auto texting appointment, confirming calendar integrated. Like it's just, it takes the lead and it makes them an appointment basically without a human being. Um, It's all through text messages and voicemail. And it's really cool. It's really, it's really cool. He actually spoke at the live event in, in June. So I mean, think about that. You know, you have someone who, never sold a solar system. And then, you know, he did a lot of this himself, but through our program, mm-hmm. he became the top in the company. See, that's the whole idea. Like the whole idea was to take salesman to CEO, Like, right? That's what I wanted to do because that's what I, I have done in my own professional career, right? Because sales make the world go around. Salespeople have this negative, connotation when it should be the reverse. I mean, sales is the most high paid job on the planet. Um the world doesn't work without sales and you can make more than most PhD and master degree holders um if you just work hard. I mean that's pretty freaking cool. And what's better than selling something that is also saving someone money and helping the environment you know might as well might as well help those salespeople sell more of the good stuff. Um, so that's why I really, truly, truly am passionate about the solar industry. It's not because it reduces carbon dioxide or helps the planet. That's important. It's, it's passion to me because it takes, you know, if you have a checkered past, you had a rough upbringing, maybe you ran into the law, um, you know, maybe you got fired from your previous jobs, but man, you get into solar sales all that can be eclipsed with a little bit of hard work and ingenuity and creativity um, in all you need is yourself. You know, there's not many industries that are like that. So that's why I like, I tell everyone I have the best (laughs) people have heard this a million times from me. I consider my job the best job in the world because all I do is I find uh, people who are badasses already, like before they meet me, they're like, Make it happen. They're awesome. They're great salespeople. They're badass closers. I just give them more tools to work with, and they just continue doing what they've always done. And then I get to take the credit for it in the program. You know what I mean? So that's that's all we do. We're just like we're putting talent in.
1: So, like, what? Well, there's a couple themes here, and I want to like kind of review a few of them. So, there's a consistent pattern of you saying, "Hey, I've." Sometimes I get dealt a bad hand as considered by the world, you know, made a decision and, and maybe things got thrown a little way, whether that's your job going when you first got in solar or someone, well, it wasn't really a bad hand. They said, I, I hacked your funnel, but I'm actually going to pay you for it, which is really generous of them. So, but you, you have this pattern of willing to take a risk that no one else took really early on, but turning it into something good. And I, I know in solar, I see a lot of people to do that, but they don't end up as well as you have. What was the X factor that you, that you that you would say in your life that was able to say, "Well, I got dealt a bad hand, but I'm able to turn that into something very, very like profitable and good."
0: I think it's really just, um, you know, I think I think it's really comes down to investing in yourself. Um, you know, even if you have, even if like you the, you had the last hundred bucks to your name in your bank account. I would take the hundred dollars and invest in a mentor or invest in self improvement because it's just going to be the best return on your investment that you can possibly hope to make, you know, and, and I got, I got a little taste of it. Like, at, like the first month with the whole cheat code, you know, I think we signed up 25 companies and it was like, holy moly, you know, the company made 75 grand in its first month and and that became an addiction. You know, and, and I, I always just try to rise to the occasion, like and that comes from self-development. I'm not the same person in my marriage, in my relationship with my kids, in my own health and fitness, in my uh professional acumen, my business acumen. I'm not the same person as I was 18 months ago. I'm completely different. Like we're all evolutionary. So that's why I say potential trumps actual because wherever you are now it doesn't have to be where you are next week next month or next year because we all have the ability to evolve and take advantage of our true potential you
1: know well i i I hope people picked up on a couple things because especially when i'm talking to solar reps my goal is not to like have this podcast be an end all be all for solar reps i really want it to be like you said something that other people can use to channel right. that potential. But something like when, when most solar people talk about their goals, they always talk about, well, I want the nice house. I want the boat. I want to get a better job. You haven't said that once. You've always said, I take that money and I invest it in myself or in my education, my potential. I think that's really key. And I hope people catch that. I want to point that out because it's very, there's like, you cap your potential when you decide to go towards things you unleash your potential when you decide to reinvest in yourself. And I, I, I hope people pay attention to that and are willing to take the like take their freaking wallet out of their pocket and pay people like you or whoever else to help. Un, like you if you don't have a mentor, you're not going to hit that potential because mentors are the ones that help you get that.
0: hundred percent. I mean, and that's, that's coming from me who has like, you know, ads running with a Maserati as the picture. So take it with a grain of salt. I, I, but, I
1: know. I understand that too. Like there, there, there's always that other side. I, I, I get that there's the other side that yes, we want to make sure we're profitable and helpful, but you, you do, you can have your cake and eat it too. You're doing both.
0: Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, it's like, um, you know, you'll never be short on money or success if you're never short on people, you know, and that's, that's everybody. That's, that's your wife relationship. That's the kids. That's the partner. That's the salespeople. Um, you know, it, it's the same reason why we all evolved from pond scum millions of years ago. I think we're all endowed with this uh, this striving to become better, right? This just seems like what we're supposed to do. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, you know, be the evolutionary things we are and get better every day. Like evolve, like don't just stay complacent, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, so well, a couple more questions that you've brought up that have brought or things that have brought up to my mind. You're you've been in this hyper growth stage by by any standard, that's a lot of growth within the last eighteen months, year, two years. Have you been? How have you been able to, or how if you haven't, that's okay too. How have you been able to manage the the personal life? Because it sounds like that's super important to you. And so it looks like you've been able to find some kind of equilibrium between hypergrowth and success, but also making sure that success doesn't detract from your family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's uh, family time and and understanding the importance of that balance that has become even more uh, clear to me. And, um, you know, everybody talks about wanting to get to the next level. Like I'm going to level up, you know, this year I'm going to go to the next level, but they don't really truly understand what that next level looks like. And what I've discovered is there's there's four levels and i learned this from one of my mentors ryan stuman and you know what you do is you go from having a job working for someone else to being self employed that's that's the level up from having a job right and then once you are self employed you hire other people to help do the less valuable activities you know and i always recommend people to take take their day like say you have 12 hours in a day and you make 12 buckets and you put your activities that you do every day in each bucket and then you place a dollar amount on each of the buckets and all you do is you do more of the high dollar activities and less of the low dollar activities or sub those out so that you know you can start having more time and when you have more time you can create a better business because you're not working inside every day Um, right? And then, you know, when you have people working for you, you go from self-employed to CEO, right? And then that's where I'm at now. And then the next step would be to replace myself as CEO and just be the money, which would be the investor. So that's like the progression. It's like job, self-employed, CEO, investor. So that's how it works, at least in my mind.
1: No, that's good. No, Robert Kiyosaki talks a lot about that. And and, while I read one of Ryan's articles. He talks, he said, sales managers are going to hate me. That was the, the hook or the headline. Yeah. And then he, then he goes into um, how the you know, CEO investor. So I, I know that the article, well, the Ryan and his article that, that talks about that. So I imagine it's a theme through a lot of his courses. So for, obviously a lot of people know, yeah, they know your message. It's been good to like dive into your story, but what else, like, what's the next step? Like what, where are you going?
0: Good question, man. <laughs> Good question. Um, I think we could do we could do what we do for solar people for, um, you know, in in a lot of other industries. So we're we're knocking on the door of other niches. Um, same type of business, you know. So that's that's probably what you'll end up seeing in the next twelve months. Is not just solar, cheat code.
1: Nice. What? Yeah. Um, what about your company? How? Well, I guess what's your company look like right now? Because when you first started, it was you. This. What, what's the change you talk about your personal changes what changes has your company gone through
0: Uh, well uh, it went from me to five people who work for me and uh, I don't really work all that much I mean I, I work I work like on I try to I try to just make the program better um, like for example um, the program is is a series of downloadable templates and video instruction right And, um, the PhD program we launched June 7th and 8th or 8th and 9th. That was the first live event. And, uh, I just updated the videos for the 11th time, you know? So it's like, we're just consistent. Like I'll never come up with another program for solar power ever again. The the PhD is always going to be the ever improving product. Like I'm not going to have to. You know, it's just, we're just going to consistently refine and retool and improve that program so that people in the program, you know, they can actually, they can actually be, we can actually take a rep and make them a better lead generator than 99% of lead generation companies, right? It's crazy Uh, just because we've, we've spent so much time and money cultivating, that high level information, which isn't readily available. You know, it's, it it comes at a high ticket. Um, you know, so it's a, it's a huge amount of value for what we charge people. And, um, I'm happy to have it that way.
1: Well, it pays for itself within a couple sales. That's, that's a good thing. Like I think when I first saw it, I was like, Ooh, it's a lot of money. But then after you get a couple sales, like I was paid for now, I'm running. So let's say I'm a rep and I haven't seen your ad. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> uh, you it <plug> on Facebook, <laughs> but how? So how would someone, or YouTube, or any other platform? But so how? Let's say I, I hear this and I'm like, dang, okay, Bill's actually the real deal. I've heard him before, but now I want to get in touch with him and, and actually do something. How do you, besides just googling Bill Murphy, how does someone get started on Solar Cheat Code?
0: Yeah, I mean they could they could literally just go and sign up for a free strategy call at SolarChico.com. Or what I would recommend doing is uh, buying a ticket to solar Cheat code live in February in the Florida keys. Um, you know, that's a two day event where we essentially implement all this stuff in person with support on site. So you guys like you'll leave, you'll probably be getting leads before lunch on the first day. Like it's, you know, we kind of do it all in person. It's, it's, uh, February 21st and 22nd.
1: Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa you stop there. So you're having an event where people can come for very, very, Affordable ticket price. If you go, if you go to solarcheatcodelive.com, You can see the ticket price. I don't know if I you want to say that or not, but it's,
0: it's like, like four hundred bucks or something.
1: So for four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Say it's five hundred dollars.
0: You get everything.
1: I can come, sit down, yeah, in a room with you and other people, and learn how to generate leads on the beach. Uh, maybe not on the beach, but basically next to the beach. In yeah. Florida.
0: Yeah, in February. In February. Yeah. And you could walk. You could not buy another thing from me and make hundreds of thousands of dollars the next twelve months just from attending that two-day event. That's that's kind of how I have it set up.
1: Why are you giving that so cheap? My question is why you why aren't you charging ten thousand dollars for this mastermind?
0: (laughs) Because very few people are going to receive that amount of value and not feel reciprocal. Right, they're gonna they're gonna want to invest in the program just because we dump it all on them. You know, they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, this is overwhelming." Sign me up, and that's exactly what happened in June. Nice. So I'm happy to repeat it. Um, you know, we don't have enough events where we can see our clients. We never see you guys ever on Facebook, maybe. But you know, to be able to go to a, like even an SPI in Salt Lake City and talk with people who are in the program and hang out with them and have them over to our house. I mean, it's just, it's really awesome. I wish I could do an event every month. It just gets to be too expensive, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and there's that thing time. So, so February 21st, 22nd, the keys, I can literally go learn, sit in a room with a bunch of other people that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars with Facebook leads and they can teach me for $500. I think if you're not, if you're a human being, and you want to make money and you're in solar, you should definitely be in this event.
0: <laughs> I agree. And plus, you have Sam Taggart. He's going to be a main speaker of ours from Door-to-Door University and Door-to-Door Con. So, I mean, if you're a solar business owner who wants to give the Canvas team some new structure and ideas, there's no better authority than him. Um, and we'll also have John Paramore from Smash Company, uh, which is a massive recruiting firm in business development company he spoke last year and he was a knockout everybody loved him um, you know so we're gonna have uh, a couple other surprise speakers coming up too so each speaker is going to be able to deliver a ton of value to the audience and I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, people actually leave an event with implementation happening yeah, you know
1: you're not just going there to like just get motivated you're there to right. actually produce a product. And that's going to give you money at the, at the event, which is crazy.
0: hundred percent. You go to Tony Robbins event and you go to the growth con, you go to these types of things and it's like motivating. And then a week later you don't do anything with it. You know, this, this way we focus on the implementation and getting you guys, uh, you know, the machine like up and running so that you can just make, 2012 I mean think about it. We have 26% next year ITC and we have 22% ITC the next the following year and Then it's sort of up in the air a bit, you know so it's like if you don't have as many tools in your tool belt to generate new business in a short period of time We're talking 24 months Then you're being irresponsible as a solar business owner um, because if you're not gonna get it, the guy down the street's gonna get it, and he's gonna run laps, you know? So make sure that you have this type of information in your solar business.
1: Yeah. So, and then there's another chance to hear you speak at a workshop, so door-to-door con, January 16th through 18th. That's yeah, we'll be there. You're, and you have a booth there too, as well, right?
0: Yeah, we have a big old booth. Um, I'm speaking, I'm doing running a workshop over there, which is gonna be, uh, you know, again, You know, implementation. I'm not just going to be up there selling anything. We're going to be showing you how to do it. Um, So that'd be fun. You know, the door-to-door industry is is one that I've always been. um, I I think if you have if you have the if you have the character to go door-to-door to to generate income for yourself, then you're you're probably capable of like going to the moon because not many people can do that job. Um, You know, me included. So whenever I can rub elbows with some real badasses in the door to door industry, I'm game, man. Like it's only going to make me better.
1: Nice. Okay. So, so last, well, anything else you want to do before I fire off a couple more questions? Anything else you want to say? No, shoot. I'm ready. Okay. So can you have your cake and eat it too?
0: I don't know. I haven't discovered that yet. I haven't. Okay. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Because it's not a yeah, it's sort of like a self perpetuating situation, right? If there's all if you can have your cake and eat it too, it's like a very finite amount of time. Like it happens and then you know you can no longer continue eating your cake and continue continuing to get it too, right?
1: Yeah. Well I think I think to the tee off of that is because one, well specifically if you there's progress, right? right? And that cake at that, at that level is like, I got it. But the the process of getting to that goal was just as important, if not more important than the next goal. And so like my cake might be like vanilla, like shortbread cake. And that's good. But I really want that German chocolate cake. So I'm going to chase after that one. And then you're continually like leveling up, not, not leveling up to use that, but improving and progressing, progressing. And that is the value in and of itself.
0: Yeah, there's no – I think a lot of people look at life as, like, the retirement syndrome. You know, if they could only do this much, then they can get to this point where they can, like, enjoy the golden years. And it's like – I don't know if you've read David Goggins' book, You Can't Hurt Me. Um, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. But I think he's, like – I think he's, like, in one, in one chapter, he referring to, like, the golden years of retirement. He's like, it never ends, like there's no end to this. And it's the truth. It's, it's, there is no top step that you finally reach and you get to like relax. It's just, there's always just another step to take.
1: But I think if you have that like mentality, just like, well, David Goggins is really good at saying that. And then it's, it's a feeling in and of itself, you know, that, and that's the value of it because people, people that, once you stop working, you die. <laughs> once you start bringing value to people, then that's when life gets crappy. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, that's the truth. I mean, my, my biggest fear, I'm not like traditionally religious, if you could say, but my biggest fear is if I ever meet my maker, I don't want to be sitting there and him being like, Bill Murphy, you know, you, you could have done X, Y, Z, you know, you made it 50% of the way. You know, like I want to realize my true potential as much as I can with the time that's allotted to me. Um, I just want to leave it all out in the field. And that's, that's always been my mindset with anything, really.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, love it, Bill. I appreciate you taking your time. Uh, excited, excited. It's been really fun to follow you. And I have seen that change throughout the last 18 months or year, however I've been participating or on the sidelines, pretty interesting in that journey. Um, so I appreciate you jumping on this call and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see more of you in the future.